I don't really know what the intro should be. Yeah. Uh, hey, you know what's dope? I was just listening to this shit earlier today. I was showing Alexis. Problem is, I feel like one of us like saying it like on demand, like churches in session. Like that sounds corny. It's <laughs> gonna be dumb. awkward silence after that. Yeah, so. churches on session. <laughs> Nigga, for real, <laughs> that's what we going with. <laughs> hey, Ross, right? I mean, shit, it might work. Out. Take it to the glory. I can't stand it, no. Yeah. Yeah, nah, I can't stand it. Yeah. Uh, now what is Thank you for listening to this. Hopefully it's not your last time. Hopefully this ain't the last podcast, but it's uh Wait, are you recording right now? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, hey, that's cool though, man. But um my name is DJ Byrne, and this, my partner here is... Yeah, this is Malcolm White. That's it. You want to do, uh, you want to do, like, Twitter handles and all that type of shit? That we can do that shit? at the end. Yeah, we'll do that. At DJ underscore Byrne, at official DJ Byrne. <laughs> at the end? I thought you said that we... <laughs> at the... Well, you doing it now. You just throw it in whenever you're ready to throw right, it in. Look, I'm Akees, at Akees and everything, E-H underscore K-E-E-S. So, yeah, this is, um, actually our first... Church on the Drums podcast, uh, it's going to be like one of many and like a series and everything. But because it's our very first one, I think that it's like appropriate that we do like a little bit of background information and everything. So a couple of years ago, I started a, it was a group chat called Church on the Drums. And basically it's just a a community, you know, yeah. where like we come together and we talk, uh, talk music. Well, you talk music and then, you know, other associated nigga shit. Everything is like a barbershop. Right. Talk about everything. Like a digital barbershop. Yeah, like a digital barbershop and everything. You but know? nobody's getting a haircut. So. Yeah, no haircuts. But, um, you know, I wanted to have a place where, like, people that actually cared about music, that cared about culture, cared about, you know, um, having informed takes could come together and, you know, respond to you know, the, the happenings of hip hop on, like, a daily basis. Um, since then, it's kind of grown. And, you know, it's picked up a lot of momentum. And, you know, at the beginning of this year, I was like, yo, let's start doing like podcasts, you know, take some of the conversations and everything that we have inside the church on the drums and, you know, put it on uh, in an audio form or whatever and like distribute it out to the masses. So that's what this first podcast is called. Oh, not called, but that's what it's for. Um, I don't know. Maybe the first episode call it. in the podcast. Yeah, it's the first the first episode. Of I mean, the correct you. No, no, it's cool. It's cool. <laughs> um. Yeah, we don't really have a name for it. I, I kind of like churches in session, though. You know, because of, like, how we're going to, like, be doing it. <laughs> because of how we're going to be doing it, you know, like, in terms of, like, you bringing, like, musical knowledge or whatever and kicking it, you know? Yeah, so, um, yeah, definitely the uh, the chat and the church has been very good as far as getting intelligent perspectives on music and other issues. So whether you're talking about why you like YG or talking about how Tupac's overrated, which we're going to do a whole episode on that. Oh, my God. Um, it's he just is, good to get... A spoiler, he is overrated. Exactly. But <laughs> it's just good. Well, if we agree, it's not going to be a good episode. Uh, um, it might be. We'll see. That's, but, that's disrespectful. God bless the dead. <laughs> Anyways, before we get into that, so the, the, the purpose of it is people from 18 years old up to 30 plus that we all have different perspectives of hip hop. We all insert it into hip hop at different points 
uh, in life, and some of us have a, a wider frame of reference. But we, what we all have is a love and a passion for music for one one reason or another. And so, what we're going to try to do, me and Malcolm are going to try to give you um, different perspectives on music, on culture. Uh, we're going to give you how it's affecting today. We're going to give you some of the history of it. And hopefully, by the time you listen to these uh, um, these episodes, like you'll learn something that you didn't know, or um, just get a different perspective, and that'll uh, help you appreciate music um, a little bit more, and it'll uh, give you different perspectives on life, politics, finance, money, relationships, other nigga shit, basically. Right. And you know what's really good about like this podcast, in, in particular, is that like just the two ends of the spectrums that we come from. Whatever, because like for me, and you give me a lot of shit about this and everything. Um, and I, I don't know if I should apologize for cussing, but you know, I, I cuss judiciously. Um, I, I mean, this is for adults only, so yeah, fine. adults only. Uh, but yeah, what I was saying is that like you all, you give me a lot of shit, whatever, about not knowing a lot about music, um, because I, I mean, I'm twenty. 23 on Thursday, actually, next Thursday. Oh, man. Yeah, right. Happy birthday to Turn me. Up. Yeah. Um, and I started listening to hip-hop, like, like regularly, and when I turned probably, like, 15, 16, so I don't really know what year that was, like, 2005, 2006, and then, like, it, it didn't really even, like, I didn't get passionate about it until probably, like, 2009, 2010. And Let me ask you a question. What did you, before you listen to hip-hop, did you just not listen to music at all? <laughs> or what were you listening to? So, <laughs> funny story. I tell a lot of people that I went through kind of, like, a transformation, like, in my teenage, I guess everybody goes through transformations in their teenage years and everything like that. But, I grew up, um, you know, single-parent home or whatever, and my uncle's a pastor Whatever, so uh, I was with my mom. She was real, real protective and everything on my ears and everything. She wanted, she was like, you know, be careful what goes inside your eye gate, your ear gate, and everything. So she didn't let me. It's knowledge. Write that down. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, it's biblical. Yeah. But she didn't let me listen to shit. You feel me? Like, she it's was, biblical when you say shit. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> um, she didn't let, let me listen to shit, man. Uh, so the only thing I really listened to was like Christian music. And I remember like I, I tried to get into like Christian rap or whatever, and yeah, I, yeah. The only rap music I listened to was like the radio and you know, like Power One Hundred Seven Five, and then like hearing stuff that my cousins would play and everything like that. But we're gonna have a Christian music episode as well, Christian rap, just because there is uh, talent out there. Absolutely, um, but. Yeah, that's for another episode. Man, I'm not an expert on that. We're going to have to bring somebody in to talk about that. I'm looking forward to that episode, honestly. <laughs> I mean, it's a little bit of a preview, but I'm really looking forward to that um, just because I feel like, I don't, I don't want to give too much away, but I think that there's Christian music that doesn't have the Christian label. You know what I mean? Like uh, Cough Cough, uh, Good Kid, Mad City, and Cough Cough. Uh, to kill a butterfly and everything. Okay. Well, to pimp a butterfly. Yeah, so like I said, like that's definitely another topic for another episode. Yeah, but definitely. So like you said, when you start listening to hip-hop, and then what happened? All right, so I'm trying to remember exactly where it started. Uh, I was in middle school, transitioning up to high school and everything, and uh, a white kid on a bus, actually, his parents had gotten him uh, the 50-cent CD and college dropout and everything. Uh-huh. And, you know, you asked me what I listened to before. Like, I didn't listen to music. I played video games. Okay. Like, I was a real, you guys were giving me shit in the, the chat yesterday. acting like I didn't play video games. Like, that's all I did was play video games. Well, you know. Yeah, whatever. Uh, 
But yeah, he. I was like, yo, can I borrow it? I had to pay him like $6 or whatever. He let me, <laughs> he let me take it home or whatever. It was late registration. And uh, damn, what, what was the 50 Cent album that came out around late registration? Uh, The Massacre? Yeah, it must have been the massacre. Yeah, cool. Oh, he also had D12 or whatever. So oh, yeah. I took all those those CDs home or whatever. And like I said, like I'm coming from this like super like puritanical Christian point of view and everything. And he I'm, listened to D12. <laughs> it was more so Kanye or whatever. Because I had heard, okay. I was like, you know, Jesus Walks and everything like that. It's okay. like, oh, it's cool. I can listen to Jesus Walks or whatever. But Kanye is an asshole, so I'm not going to listen to him because right. he's, he's a dick or whatever. I can appreciate the song, but not like him as an artist everything so i was i was one of those guys or whatever um and it was funny because i used i used to be fat or whatever and um i had chubby cheeks and everything. i kind of looked like kanye whatever so like people <laughs> so, so bro i would be at school people be like yo little gay little yay and everything like that and i'd be like don't fucking call me kanye or whatever you sound like kanye with that voice so that did means, I? yeah just just now. <laughs> that's fine don't do it no. i'm like don't fucking call me kanye so like i kind of had like a resistance or whatever um but listen to those albums and then um, yeah, that was back when like Kazam and uh, damn, what, what was Kazaa? that? Yeah, well, yeah, Kazaa and uh, Kazam was a Shaq movie. Yeah. <laughs> that was all shit. Fuck you, bro. <laughs> Limewire or whatever. Limewire, so, yeah. What I did? And, like bear sharing one. Bro, this is really embarrassing, man. I, I would go onto like the web pages or whatever. I would look for like a. I would type in like names mm-hmm. like a Jay Z or Nas. Like I'm just. I didn't know anything about any of these people at all. And I just wanted to listen to the music because I wanted to, like, you know, learn more and more about it. And I would type it in on LimeWire and I would just download all the songs or whatever. And, it, you know, sometimes you got the real fucked up files and everything like that because, right. like, that's how you get viruses. Yeah. yeah, exactly. But, uh, yeah, that's pretty much how, like, I started listening. But it was, it was like going to, it's like not knowing anything about <clears throat> basketball and then going and watching, like, a, a, uh, Maybe this is a bad example. I don't know. Like, <laughs> it's, it was, it's basically just like you started from nothing and you just dive head in. Yeah, like going to like a bracket selection or whatever. Right, and right. Like, and you're yeah, like, it's like, oh, yeah, like these teams are like I, I kind of know a little bit about Duke. I kind of know a little bit about you. Just kind of heard the names before. I don't know nothing about the players on the team. I don't know nothing about the coaches, the history, the legacy. Like right. none of that. So that's kind of like what it was for me. Um, and... Like, the more and more I listen to it, it's like, all right, so this is one entire album or whatever. Let me listen to this. And this is another entire album. Let me listen to this. And uh, I think it was B and Late Registration. Like, those are the sounds that, like, I really started to, like, fall in love with. And it was Madden 06. That was the reason. That's the reason why I know the year. <laughs> right. Because, like, you know how the old school Xboxes, uh, you put music on it. And that and would you, be, like, the, play that yeah, the background. Of... So, I think I heard, heard them saying Touch the Sky like, all the time or whatever. Started to, like, commit it to memory. And then I would listen to uh, the Eminem show. And I committed that to memory and everything like that. And just, like, listen to that, listen to that. I was like, yo, let me keep on learning more or whatever. So, then it kind of expanded. I became a big fan of... Kanye, but current Kanye, current at the time it was like late registration and all that, common and all that type of stuff. But I was thinking like, hey yo, I'm a hip hop head now or whatever. And then like I learned like the difference between like backpack rapping and like underground rap and mainstream rap. And you know it was during the lappy tappy days and everything like that. Right, right. So I was like, oh fuck all that shit on the radio because it don't have no substance. And really at this point I'm just regurgitating what I heard other people say. Right. I didn't really know what it meant to have substance and not have substance. I mean right. I did because I'm smart, but like. 
I didn't know like the difference between it. So like I was like, all right, I gotta be smart. I gotta listen to like these conscious rappers or whatever, especially because I'm a Christian and everything. I make sure that right. all the music <laughs> I'm listening to has like a lot of depth and everything inside of it. So I went and I found Talib Kweli. I would find like a, a little brother and everything like that, right. and I hated the music because it just wasn't like appealing to my ears. Yeah, right. It wasn't good sonically. Yeah, yeah exactly. Um, I, I just didn't like it or whatever. Right. So <laughs> fast forward, I'm on this college tour and everything, and I'm getting to the end of the story. I'm not a little long winded or whatever, but fast forward, I'm on this college tour and I'm telling people about me being, you know, like I'm a hip hop head or whatever. I like Kid Cudi at this point, whatever, like Kanye, blah blah blah. And uh, I meet this guy named John Gibson or whatever. He's like, yo, uh, you know, the stuff that's on the radio or whatever things that's coming out now, like what you really need to do is go back and like investigate their, their catalogs and everything like that. Like he was like, there's a song out right now. It's a Lil Wayne featuring Jay-Z. It's Mr. Carter, whatever. It's like Lil Wayne literally lifted an entire verse off of this album and he... Like, it wasn't his. It was Jay-Z's verse or whatever. It was from Lucky Me off of Volume 1. And I didn't know what he was talking about. He was like, you know, there's so much recycled bars or whatever. You had to go back to the root of it. And it's like, not even like his album. I mean, it's not even like his singles or anything. It's his album cuts. Something that only a Jay-Z fan would know. Whatever. So then I went back and I started, like, listening to old stuff or whatever. And I don't know. That just, like, really, like, lit the fire underneath it. And I was like, yeah, I got to talk to more people that know music and yeah, that pretty much is it. Answer your question. Yeah, I mean, yeah, definitely, and, and that's why we um not give you shit, but it's more like a <laughs> don't give me shit. Let's be honest. We try to tell you that your opinion is um, based off of limited resources, especially when we get talking about like all time top mm-hmm. five and all that, because it's hard for um, somebody to uh, reference um, a current artist. And they're placing all-time history if they don't really know the all-time history. Like, you can look up album sales and all that and see what what people had, the impact they had back in the day. But if you don't listen to music and think about that time period, um, then it's it's hard to really get the impact. So, I myself, I started listening to um, rap um, with, at, at Doggy Style. I was probably too young to be listening to it at that point. Yeah, I was seven. That was before I was born, bro. Yeah, see? And so... <laughs> Probably was too young to be listening to that, but uh, my dad, he's uh, like he's listening to everything, um, but like older music, so like um, uh, electric light o- uh, orchestra, Earth, Wind, and Fire, um, George Clinton, um, the Eagles, and so that's all we listen to in the car. And so I've always had an appreciation. I used to have a, a Bootsy Collins CD when I was in like middle school. Like I used to listen to that more than I was listening to rap. And so whenever I would hear music, like uh, like you know, you would see Snoop and Dr. Dre on uh, MTV, and like. I'm the kind of person where, like, I'll hear the single and then I'll go just listen to the rest of the album because I like it. And then I might not like the rest of the album, but I might, like, hear something from a producer or a feature. And I'm like, okay, I like that. Let me see what else they've worked on. And so, like, it all just branches out from there. So if you listen to one artist that had a certain feature, you, you listen to that feature artist, their album. And if you like the production, you listen to, you go look at the, uh, the, produ- the producer's discography and see what else they've done. And it just all branches out. And so my frame of reference comes from just listening to music. That's really, like, all I do, like, in my spare time. When I was younger, like, I I used to breeze through homework and then either play video games or listen to music or do both. And so, That's kind of like where I am now. Right. In terms of, like, well, 
let me let me not paint myself to be like this uninformed like listener and everything like that. Right. Back then, you know, I didn't know much or whatever. But that was like 2008, 2015 now, whatever. And like in those seven years, like I spent, I've spent a lot of time like just like diving into like, you know, metaphorical crates and everything. Mm -hmm. Like uh, I remember back before downloading albums was really easy and convenient. I would uh, type in, you know, discographies or whatever. I would download discographies, discographies at the time. So I would like get Nas's discography, Jay-Z's discography and Big's discography. And like these are the big names. And then from there... I would go and like listen to like the future artists and everything and then I would download their discographies as well and everything and just try to like absorb as much and I mean honestly I didn't know what to listen to you know what I mean um, because I was still like trying to figure out what I liked and everything so um, like even in terms of like the sub genres and everything like for a long time I was listening to Kid Cudi and artists that sounded like Kid Cudi and then I was listening to like Drake and artists that sound like Drake and then um, artists that sound like Sci High and you know, et cetera, et cetera, like right. on and on. Um, yeah, with mine, I, I what I try to do is, um, I, I try to go back, especially when it's like you know, a lot of music today is sample based. Mm -hmm. So I would like go, like, if, if, I, if I can tell it's a sample, I'll go listen to the original song, and even that will turn me on to um, that. Turn me on to Steely Dan. Steely Dan got a lot of good music, but not until, um, not until they referenced it in Superbad, mm -hmm. until uh, Kanye West sampled it. Like, well, was I even any kind of, like, you know, interested? Crazy. That's a good point that you said about, like, how a lot of music samples music. Mm -hmm. um, yes, or I don't remember what day you put in the chat. Uh, the song, the original song that Drake sampled for yeah, Hell Yeah, yeah that, Fucking Right. That, yeah. Um, what's the name of that song? That, um, it's called Swinging and Bangers by uh, ESG. Yeah, I listened to that. And that song is dope. Like, it's really, really dope or whatever. And I was driving home from uh, Athens today, earlier mm -hmm. today, and everything. And, like, I was just to take care, and um, Hell Yeah Fucking Right came on. And all I could think of was, like, that sample. It's like, yo, yeah. this isn't even, like, a, an original song or nothing. Like, it's just, just, like, the the, the exact same song. Yeah, like, exactly. He's, like, just rapping over the old song and everything. It's like a remix more than a... And that's really, that's really the purpose of this podcast, I feel like, is that we are going to talk about songs that are currently out and their their impact um like p possibly like the, the inspiration and like our ideas on it and then and then we'll go back and see well how does this connect to something that happened in the past because music you know music always comes full circle and so everything comes back around somebody's inspired by somebody else and a lot of times it's more back to jesus yeah absolutely and then um it's all like Sometimes it's more connected than than we even know, and like like people just don't know about it. So that is pretty much what we're going to talk about. Uh, I want to talk about nigga shit too. So. It's like it's really important, you know what I mean, to have the context because like one thing that like I took JG's words to heart when he said go back and listen to old things. And sometimes I come in like I'm really known for like saying controversial shit, and people say, "Man, Malcolm, you just like saying stuff just to get a reaction out of people." And I swear to God that I don't like. Let me clear the air right now with you. Like, I really don't say things just to get a reaction. I think you say things <laughs> that you know aren't popular, and, 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 and you like to like those things because they're not popular. So, no, so that's not true. You you had me up until the I like to like things. Or whatever. Like, I say things because I truly feel it. And sometimes I know that it's not a popular sentiment or whatever. And sometimes I'm throwing it out there because I want somebody to talk more about it. So, so like, for example... Once upon a time, I said that Friday was an overrated movie or whatever. 
And let me tell you why. Okay. It's because I went back and I watched it as an adult. I didn't have any nostalgic memories at all about, you know, Friday when it first came out. Then remember going to it with my cousins when I was a kid. Then remember watching it on my grandma's, like, floor over and over again. Then I don't have all the lines memorized and everything like that. Knew everything about Friday because niggas like talking about it. You feel me? Right. So, of course, like, I know about it. I know, like, I knew the entire plot before I ever watched the movie and everything. So, I watched it as an adult. And I'm like... Oh, this shit is terrible. It doesn't have any plot. It doesn't have, like... I, I felt like the art, artistry of the directing of it wasn't that good and everything. So I threw it out there. It's like, yo, Friday's overrated. I really meant it. However, it, like, it started a conversation and people started explaining to me. It's like, yeah, but... Or it's like, yo, like, this movie is literally about a guy that... It's like one day in his life or whatever. Right. That's like, they're, that, that's, that's simple and it's a minimalist or whatever but there's beauty in that or whatever and see and, and, and maybe that like that's the point and that's where that's, that's where I come in uh-huh. because somebody that was um, that, that remembers when it came out and the impact that it had because a, a, a lot of times with music like people like let me think of something without getting so the Beatles for example uh-huh. like like if you listen to the Beatles music like somebody that like like, like you might think, oh, this is whack. Like, why do people like this? This is overrated. Exactly. But just to know, like, how they came out and how at the time, like, that was like the best shit out, and they were unique and 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 they were doing something different. That has to be considered when you talk about whether something is good or not. Like, you might not like it, but you can appreciate the fact that um, it was impactful, like Friday was. Not Friday didn't win any awards and right. Oscars, but it was impactful because like. A lot of people felt like, well, this is just a typical day in the hood. And it's funny. And another reason why I was impactful just on Friday is uh, Ice Cube said the reason why he made that movie. Because at the time, they were making Boys in the Hood and Men's Society and exactly. stuff like that. And sometimes you just need the context of it. Right, you right. know what I mean? And, like, you can't just go back. I can't go back and listen to, um, damn, uh, Rapping Duke. I listened to that because right. another old head, like, you're just like, oh, nigga, you don't know nothing about hip, you know, get right. off my lawn or whatever. <laughs> old niggas be like, he was like, you don't know anything about hip hop or anything like that. So I went back and listened to Rappin' Duke, and the song is shitty. Like, it's terrible, right? It, like, it's yeah. just not a good song. But I also went and I looked at the Wikipedia of it or whatever. I read the history behind it, talked to some people about it, and it was like, yo, like, like this was before, you know what I mean, you had. Um, hip hop stars as rock stars or whatever, you mm. know what I mean? Like this is before rappers were household names and everything like that. And like this is one of the first songs that's like really put it out there. And like when you put in that perspective, it's like all right, so there's no like musical depth or anything to it. You know what I'm saying? It's right. like it, it gives you a different appreciation for it. And that's like the type of appreciation that you can't get just by listening to it. You right. know what I mean? Absolutely. And I mean Quietus is kept niggas like this shit on music today in twenty fifteen or whatever. But the sound of hip hop has de- the sound and the quality of hip hop has evolved. Like disclaimer, and this is one of those controversial statements. Or whatever. Oh, right. Here we go. <laughs> disclaimer: um, There were good rappers back then, and everything. Right. Okay. There are a lot of shitty ones too. Yeah, there were. All, that's what I was about to say. Rappers have gotten better in terms of like the um, symmetry between the rapping and the the music the production and everything like that right the audio engineering has gotten better or whatever the the mastering has gotten better like and it's not to say that the music back then wasn't good it's just saying that like like to a raw ear it's, it's like watching the vhs or whatever like you know you can have a good movie from the 1980s from the 1970s or whatever but watching on blu-ray is gonna look better you know what i'm saying right like even but you have to remaster all that type of stuff just so, like um if you look at 
if you take a average basketball player today, like uh, I don't know if Tristan Thompson's average, but he ain't an all star. Yeah, so Tristan Thompson, that's good. If you took him, I think I see where you're going with this. and put him in the '60s, he would dominate. Like he'd yeah, probably be exactly. the best player. That's ever. exactly what I'm trying to say, but man. Like once again, the whole purpose of this is when we judge music today, we can judge it for what it is right now, and we can compare it to the impact it has today versus. Um, something that came out 20 years ago and the impact that it had that uh, back then. One thing we can't do is if Life After Death came out 20 years ago, 20, 15 years ago. And it might be 20. 97. Almost 20. Yeah, almost 20. So we see what that's been almost 20 years later, but like we won't know what a Kendrick Lamar album is going to be 20 years from now. Yeah, so, exactly. I mean, but, like, we can still, like, we can rank it in our personal top five, top ten or whatever, but to, like, it's just hard to compare something like that when the, the only thing that that album doesn't have, it like, is the 20 years after to see what it's still doing. So, eventually we'll, you know, cross that path, but um, as far as music today, uh, music today is... Like you said, the, the quality is better as far as like the, the engineering and yeah, the, the technology. Yeah, the technology. The tools are better, but as far as the creativity, I feel like it's the same as yeah, far that, as and topics, like, like, conscious rappers, there's you put bullshit Pac rappers, you know. And let me not use Pac. Pac's too. <laughs> that, that's going to be a whole two hour episode. <laughs> if you put Rakim in 2015 and you give them like the producers that like Jay Z works with, you give them the engineers, the studios that he's in, it's like, bro, like the music that he'll, that he will be making now would sound like eons better even than it did back then. And then so even like if you put Pac in this climate right now, and with everything that's going on today, this content will be like so much fun. I don't know if his raps are going to be any better. Man, let, let's. I don't even want to talk about. <laughs> like, I try to choose somebody safe and everything like that. Let's not even talk about pop. But there are some artists that, um, like for example, like Biggie. Like some of his rhymes, like still today, people yeah, aren't rapping like that. That's what I'm <laughs> like, saying. Like you can put in doggy style. Doggy style still sounds fresh or right. whatever. Like now, so like that's why I'm trying. That's why I put the disclaimer at the front. Like not every music in retrospective sounds better. You know what I mean? Right, exactly. But like you know, doggy style, you can still play that today. You can still play Reasonable Doubt, and it sounds amazing because right. I you know, I listen to it regularly or whatever. But and like you know, I can go back without anybody else like sitting in the room with me explaining it to me or whatever. Like without any of that type of shit, like I can just put in reasonable doubt. Say, oh, okay, I understand now. You see what I mean? But there are some albums that probably came out at the same time right. that, like those artists, like, aren't even making music no more. DMX. What do you mean? DMX came out after. No, I'm saying this. Like he's one of those artists or whatever. That's like he put out like an album or whatever back then. Yeah, I go listen to it in retrospect. Well, you don't like DMX? Yeah, yeah. Man, hold on. <laughs> Time out. <laughs> he said, that's the end of hold on. Church's in Session, bro. DMX's first two albums are classic to this day. First of all, he put out two albums in one year, and they both went platinum. Within okay, six so months. what, bro? Look, First of all, nigga, hold on, hold on, hold on. This was back when CD, hold on. Hold on, man, we got to set the standard right <laughs> now, bro. We're not talking about sales. And, we're not talking well, about sales. Well, sales is a reflection of the impact on that time because there was no bootlegging CDs back That's then. cool. That's real so, cool. There was bootlegging. In 98? Yeah. I think CD, like, MP3s was just made in 98. Like, oh, oh. I don't know. Like, we'll look at that. But what I'm trying to say is, let's not use DMA, so we disagree on that. Oh, shit, that's another. <laughs> but let's say something like, for example, the first Wu-Tang album, if you listen to it right now, 
That's another good example. Wu Tang like niggas listen to Wu. I can't look. This that's just dated to me. I can't listen to Wu. It's dated. That's the perfect yeah. word for it. I can't listen to Wu Tang because it's so dated. Right. But but something like um, Nas's first album. Yeah, that listen- still sounds good to me. Yeah, so yeah, so. I guess what I want you and whoever else listening to it that has the same perspective as you is to take from this is, here's a prime example. Ryan Carey made a song with T.I. and I cannot think of what it's called right now, but it came out in like, um, like 2008 or something. I'm about to say, Mariah Carey did a song with T.I.? Yeah, T.I. was around and, back then? Uh, well, no, no, you were 2008. The 90s. I thought you were saying no, the 90s. Yeah, 2008. And it had Wait, a... they did a song together in 2008? I'm going to look it up. I'm going to like... Because we're, since we're sitting here, I'm in front of the computer. Mariah Carey T.I. So, I feel like you made that up, bro. There's a song, I'll Be Loving You Long Time. Really? It that came sounds out, terrible. But the, the purpose of it is... I, I should play it. Let me play it real quick, because I want you to hear this. And and, and and this is this is how I discover music, and this is how I like like the reference music. This this came out in two thousand nine. Now, what I bet you probably didn't notice is the sample is the same sample from. Um, juice. No, I'm sorry, not juicy. It's One not, more chance. Yeah, it's not called. One more oh, chance. Oh yeah, I said juicy came from. It just came from uh, juicy fruit. Yeah, juicy fruit. So yeah, so this sample came from yeah, One More song. Chance, that came from DeBarge, and so because of that, now I listen to more DeBarge music, and I'm actually a fan of DeBarge, and I would have never been because I'm it, pretty sure that came out. Like One More Chance. It did. No, I'm saying it did sound like oh, it. it did. Yeah, like I hear it now. Okay. But yeah, so. That's where I'm coming from as far as the perspective. Like, whenever I hear a song, I'm like, you know, that sounds interesting. Let me go. Like, I always look in the credits. Who produced it? Uh, is there a sample? If there's a sample, I'll go, I'll like, listen to the original sample. And a lot of times, Ponderosa Twins, like, the, the song will be dope. And I'm like, it's crazy how they flipped it, but I like the original song, too. And, and that just gives you, you see, for me, a wider base. I, I'm a, uh, I love history. You know what I mean? So, uh, whereas I, I kind of do the same thing that you do. Like, I was explaining this to JG on the phone yesterday. Like, I, I'll go and I'll pull up, like, a song title on, like, Wikipedia. And then as I read through the article, I click on all the blue blue names and everything on the article. And it, like, opens up to new tabs and everything. So I can see, like, all the information associated with that song. And I close out the tab and I go and read the next one and do the same thing. So, like, by the end, like, you look on my computer right now. I might have, like, 22 tabs open. And it's, like, a whole bunch of, like, historical articles or whatever. Just so I can, like, learn, like, more and more or whatever. Because... It's, it's like really fascinating to me. You know exactly, what I mean? and it's just maybe because you uh, you got inserted into hip hop later, uh-huh. that you probably have to do more searching. But we're gonna fast but, track. I mean, later's kind of that's kind of relative though. You know, I mean, you, you later can't. like later in the history of hip hop. But that's what I'm trying to say though, because in the grand scheme of things or whatever, like hopefully long live hip hop. You feel me? Like like I hope that it lasts forever. Maybe that's gonna be our intro, bro. Long live hip hop. But uh, <laughs> that's probably not that's what I did. Um, I'm I'm gonna keep that shit around. Uh, but like, goddamn, like if I if I discovered hip hop in 2005, you discovered it in 1991. Hip hop is around 2070 or whatever. Then that's only like, what's the difference between 2005 and 1991? 14. That's 14 years. That's only 14 years out of. You know what I mean? Like a century worth of music. I see what you're saying. Yeah. But right now it's 2015. So as we're recording, as we're recording this right thing. now, that's not. I want to uh, touch out. I, mean, I want to touch on that too. It's because niggas act like 
current music or whatever doesn't have any merit. Like I hate that Nas said hip hop is dead because all the old niggas that was listening to hip hop when Nas was around when he was active or whatever, they heard it pronounced it in two thousand six. They said, "Up, oh, that's it, hip hop is dead." And then every like the past decade, well, the past five years, we've had incredible music being put up, like incredible. Listen, music. if anybody thinks hip hop is dead, it's because they're not listening to the right. Music. That's what I'm trying to say. So like, I'm I'm also like. And that's why I'm saying, like, all right, you know, I don't have as much a back history or whatever. But on that same note, is that like I'm here with everybody else or whatever, you know, witnessing hip hop come alive now. Like I saw the first um, album drop without any type of promotion, even though it wasn't hip hop. Really? And like I saw, you know, Drake come out with like, you know, if you're reading this, it's too late. I saw the first mixtape that was converted into an album or whatever that was on iTunes and everything. You see right. what I mean? But. And we both saw that, but what yeah, you... I'm saying we both saw that. So like, hip hop is still living and breathing now. Like, maybe I didn't see right. uh, Jay Z at the Summer Jam screen and everything. But that ain't got shit to do with what I'm talking. Dude, bro, like that's what I'm, I'm saying. Listen, I'm a part of. I mean, not I'm a part of. But I'm saying I'm seeing hip hop. All I'm saying right is, now. well, the reason why you have more work to do is because you started in 2005, and you're you, and we are at the same point now. Yeah. And, but but you're, you're still going back, but some of the stuff you're going back on is stuff that I like. I was in that moment. Okay, fair enough. And so, I'm just speaking to a larger point oh, yeah, yeah, the absolutely. audience or whatever say that, you know, we're still in the midst of hip-hop. Like, it's not dead, and we're looking at it, it's like, oh, let's study the, the life and death of hip-hop or whatever. Hip-hop what is going back, um, like, like I said, everything goes full circle, and it's going back to the streets. Yeah. Um, and so, and now, now the streets just happen to be digital. Yeah. And so, there, there's absolutely nothing wrong with that. If people think hip hop is dead, it's because they're listening to the radio and they're, they're listening to what corporations tell them is good. Exactly. But like, I don't even listen to. Maybe I shouldn't say that. <laughs> there was. Um, there was. I don't a, listen to the radio though. It all comes full circle. Um, hopefully, we can drop some knowledge. Ho- hopefully, we can be like a living Wikipedia. So, for the people that are yeah, too the, lazy exactly. to go look at um, Pharrell discography. Like, they won't know um, the stuff about... You know, I, I think everybody at this point knows that um, he was involved with making a rum shaker. But, like, they don't know the other... <laughs> Time out. <laughs> you didn't know that the Neptunes made Rex in Effect rum shaker. Or do you not even know what that song is? I don't even know what that song is. <laughs> don't, don't look at me. I'm just a man who knows Malcolm and always gives him a face whenever... That voice that you hear in the background is one of my fraternity brothers. He's a, just sitting there watching the first podcast being made. Yeah. It's Anthony. This is why I'm saying that you... <laughs> <laughs> man, Mal- I'm sorry, man. Look, I'm sorry. <laughs> look, I'm humble enough to know what I don't know. All right? You've never heard this song? Nope. Yes, you have. No, I haven't. Rump shaker. And check this did song. you know Tupac was in Digital Underground? So, so, <laughs> no. <laughs> you didn't know that? So check this bird. Nigga, I'm an informed young nigga. Alright? This is the, the, you know, this is good because this ensures that we're gonna have thousand of podcast episodes so I can get you caught up. <laughs> what I'm trying to say is that like I'm a, a relatively informed, you know, young listener. So imagine what these other like kids and everything are out there and, and what they don't know. Like these, uh, like the people that are in the chat, they're like twenty years old. That, yeah, you see what I'm like, saying. Like Fuji's, the score is older than them. So like, you they, know, the girl that they... left the chat immediately or whatever after saying "fuck real" or whatever, she's like, I don't really know much or a big Sean, and that's it. You know what I mean? Was, like, you feel me? Like, there's <laughs> there's people that know, less. and we have to say those people. Let the we church have, say it's amen. our duty. It's our responsibility. That's how we're gonna start to that. Let the church say amen. <laughs> And with that being said, um, hip hop. 
Long live hip hop. Let the church say amen. Not long live hip hop. That's not gonna. We can close it out with that. Yeah, yeah. We're gonna close it like that. Long hip, live hip hop. Once again, make sure you follow me on Twitter at DJ underscore B E R N at official DJ Burn on Instagram. Go to djburn.com, Search WBRN Radio in uh, iTunes Podcast Center. Yeah, you can follow me at E H underscore K E E S S A Keys. I'll tell the story about that later. Um, on that same note, also follow Church on the Drums. Um, you can follow us on Twitter, Church on the Drum, no S. We ran out of characters. And then we're also on Instagram as well. And then uh, hit us on the side, you know, if you want to join the group chat. Uh, you know, you, you got a little bit of a uh, an initiation and everything like that. But we're a welcoming community. All we want is that if you have an opinion on music, just be able to state your case. Cause there's people That's that, all we want. There's people that really think YG can... That's another episode, too. Oh, my God. <laughs> Not but, with Anthony's here, please, bro. <laughs> We're going to have you on the next show. So we can talk about. Hey, look. I'm wrong with my crazy life, man. Listen. <laughs> I enjoy... Let me just give you some background. So People try to say my crazy life is on the same level as Good Kid, Mad City. Some people <laughs> go as far to say that my crazy life is better than Good Kid, Mad City. I don't say all that. I mean, my you know... It, it's a great story. It's a great album. If people have that opinion and, 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 and they can explain it, then I mean I might not agree with it, but if I can see where they're coming from. I used to live in LA, so I was around that culture and I can understand why people would listen to that and say, Man, this is a great album because it's a reflection of the uh, what's going on and it gives you a different perspective. That's gonna be another episode because you notice that like gangster rap is not like really popular anymore. It's because the pe- like if Gangster Rap came out now, there's not so many people living that life. Like when it came out back then, because there's a lot of people. Yo, we have to have an episode that. about that. We got to yeah. bring JG in on it too, because he was telling me he was like, "Yo, there's three things that ruin hip hop." Look, we we give you all types of teasers or whatever. It's gonna be fun. It's gonna be a fun podcast. But uh, he was like, "There's three things that kill hip hop." He said the fact that NWA was so popular, whatever, and the fact that. Uh, Damn, there was one other thing about like uh, people that were making music without being on the radio, and then Master P. He said that Master, Master P. P. He said that Master P killed hip hop. I I think it's better for him to explain it. It was hilarious. I, I laughed. I would say what killed hip hop more was when the focus in about ninety six, ninety seven, ninety eight, and this might be uh, this might be Big's fault or, or or Puffy at least. Is when the focus came on money and not well, yeah, that's what content. Been, that's oh, he said MC Hammer. He said MC Hammer taught corporations that they can make money off of hip hop. NWA uh, showed that you could they could be big without getting. I might cut this whole in part off, but go ahead. Yeah, it, it's cool. We already <laughs> said let the church say amen, all all that good shit, whatever. Um, and then he said the Master P got on the mic and he couldn't rap or whatever. He showed niggas that couldn't rap. That you can still rap and be successful. When rap turned into a hustle, that's what that's what killed the art form, and that's where we're going to leave it. Let the church say amen, and I guess long live hip hop. Long live hip hop.